When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In a week where the Australian cricket team got a new opener, and so did we, this is Can't Bowl, Can't Throw. Obviously, Martin and Smudge and Trav and, uh, you know, even Marsh in, in more recent tours have been pretty impressive at three, four, five and six um, and Kez at seven. So, I'd, yeah, first instance isn't probably to disrupt that, but um, we'll work it out. So you're here with Kat Jones and Dan Libke and Pat Cummins. And, uh, <laughs> a wary Pat Cummins. A wary Pat Cummins. And uh, a reformed six and out. Yes, glorious. <laughs> glorious. Reformed. Which, which uh, meaning of the word reformed are we going with? Oh, all, all, the meanings. all the meanings. All the meanings. They're completely reformed. And uh, reformed as well. Reformed as well, yes. Mm, so that was our new opener that came from a live performance <laughs> yes, by the cricketing super bear. Yes. Are uh, they reformed during the Pakistan yeah, series. Yeah, so after every test, yep. I think they, or during every test, they, mm. they put on a performance and lucky people went along and got to listen to them. That's right. We had we had other things on, but a lot of our friends <laughs> went along and therefore we have this sneak recording that we have provided for you. Yes. I also liked in that audio clip, uh, Man, Smudge, Trav and Marsh. Yeah. Uh, and sounds, Kez. And Kez, Kez, yeah. Kez for uh, It sounds like, uh, you know, costume children's television and characters, like, like you know, like the banana. Yes. Splits or something, man driving around the in a June buggy, yeah. some god awful thing. But yeah, I like the idea that Pat's just got to you know get all these loose units together and sort them out. And yeah, and Smudge has said, "I'm opening, I'm opening." So that's that's what's happening. <laughs> Because that is the latest news, right? Yes, we, we do have an opener and the mm. opener is Steve Smith. And yes. uh, how sad for, I don't know, Cameron Bancroft. Uh, Cameron Bancroft is the one whose fans seem to be complaining the most. So uh-huh. the, the big Cameron Bancroft fanboys, the, the Fancrofts, they're, <laughs> they're all up in arms. Yep. Yes. I mean, we're not quite sure why exactly they're, they're so upset, but they, they are upset. So something to do with uh, uh, him being from Western Australia and they're being biased mm. because they're letting Western Australian Cameron Green back into the team instead. So so I, there's a big rivalry, of course, between Western Australia and New South Wales, apparently. Apparently. Uh, is Kim Hughes from Western Australia? Kim Hughes is from Western ah, Australia. So, so that's why he had he did this wonderful quote, which is, uh, I nearly vomited, <laughs> which is, that is such a great lead into any quote. Yep. I nearly vomited. Yep. I've got no doubt in my mind that if Cameron Bancroft played for New South Wales, he'd be in the test side. Yes. Yeah. No. No real explanation as to what difference that might make. But yeah, I hope that I nearly vomited was just a response to some other question. Yeah. Or yeah. S- some other some other stimulus. Almost certainly. Yes. Yeah. So I, I I do always enjoy the, the I mean the the New South Wales bias thing. That's that's a common trope. I think every other state claims that New South Wales is getting biased treatment mm. from the selectors all the time, and it's completely untrue. I was born in New South Wales, grew up in New <laughs> South Wales, spent yeah. most of my adult life there. Yeah. I was never given a baggy. Gra- I mean, I was given one for 
a few years in the early 90s. Yeah, right. But that, that was just to keep Dean Jones out of the side. Apart from that, not a single baggy green in my collection. So there's yeah. no bias at all. Not you sure get it on cricketing merits. Not sure you've disproven that, but <laughs> anyway. So, yes, there are lots of tedious Cameron Bancroft discourse and that's probably the worst thing that David Warner's ever done in his <laughs> career, right? Yep. I have a question for you, Dan, mm. though. Is this just an example of the comedy rule of threes? Because, as in, we had three people involved in Sandpaper Gate mm-hmm. and Cameron Bancroft, who rubbed the ball, he wanted the opening spot. David yep. Warner, the brains behind the sandpaper, uh, he he's retired. And then yep. we have Steve Smith, the Captain Four guy, mm. who uh, ascends to the opening spot. Yeah. It's a good trio. <laughs> it's I mean, a can great we have trio. a 10-part miniseries on Fox Sports. Almost certainly yeah. there'll be one coming out a little bit later. Yeah, yep, good yep, rule yep. of threes there. Yeah. Uh, but you know who is in favour of uh, Steve Smith's elevation? Uh, another New South Wales cricketer? <laughs> yeah. Michael Clark, yep. <laughs> Michael Clark is all for it. He's yeah, very excited course. by the prospect. He, yeah. He's not vomiting. He's, no. uh, he's all for it. He thinks he's that. doing the reverse of vomiting, that thing dogs do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Michael Clark is Michael Pup Clark is doing yes. what all dogs do. He's eating his own vomit and claiming that Steve Smith uh, will break Brian Lara's test record of four hundred. Now that he's given the opportunity to bat at the top of the order, he's very yep. excited about There's it. Some good clickbait there. What with all the vomiting and the eating of the vomit. Yeah, uh, I think that's great. Yeah, yes. really sensible, sensible declarations there. And and so so far, Smith ever since he's got the opening spot, I think he's just what scored a duck somewhere. Yeah. He's opened once since he was named the test opener. Yeah. And that was in a BBL match and he was out first ball. So Great. he's tempering our expectations. This is the part of the show where we discuss the cricket news of the week. Lots of stuff going on in the world of cricket. But we just have time to cover the second and third test between Australia and Pakistan. And they've happened. Yes, they've happened. Well, while we've been away, Christmas holidaying yep. and the like, there have been a couple of tests going on. Well, they were 1-0 up and now they're 3-0 up, right? Yep. And the test series is over. But yes. we're going to go through a couple of our highlights. Yeah. They're very little to do with the actual matches yes, themselves. of course. So our, our favourite highlight, or the one at the top of the list at least, <laughs> is the, the third umpire, Richard Illingworth, in mm. the, the Melbourne Test at the MCG, got stuck in a lift. Yes, this was on the day we were there. We remember yeah. seeing them come out. This was just after lunch, I think, and mm. the players were all just milling about and then we could see them all laughing and it was unclear exactly what was happening. Yep. But a word, word soon spread via social media that uh, Richard Illingworth <laughs> had got trapped in an elevator. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he said, "I've checked the ground level. It's a legitimate entry point. <laughs> Just rock and roll the elevator. Yes. Clear gap between first and second floor. Can I have the third floor when ready?" <laughs> and then there was a bit of delay uh, yeah. before the third floor was ready for him, but he eventually got there. Well, another delay. Mm. Uh, this this time uh, initiated by Steve Smith, and he delayed a test by I don't know 10, 10 or fifteen minutes because he spotted a tiny little piece of plastic. It was my, It was like a piece of tape that was. Yeah, smaller than a 50-cent coin. It was one of those bits of plastic that yeah. came off the straw on someone's Prima box fruit drink. <laughs> yeah. It was tiny and probably transparent, but he could see it. Yeah. He could see it. It was on the side screen. It mm. had floated onto the side screen where it was causing all sorts of difficulties for his eyes. Yes, and he refused to face up until some mm-hmm. poor bastard had to climb up onto the side screen, scramble up and pick it up and scurry off with it. Yeah. And only then did Steve Smith deign to face up to the bowling. And then pretty much almost immediately hit it straight to a fielder that was positioned deliberately in a catching position about 10 metres away from him. So yeah. he could spot spot this piece of plastic 100 metres away, can't spot a fielder a dozen metres away that's been set up there to catch him. So very foolish. I think it means also means that Steve Smith must be long-sighted, right? Without mm. his glasses on, maybe anything within 50 metres is a bit blurry. Yeah, very possibly. That, that yeah. would explain, uh, well, 
That would explain some of his batting average in recent years. <laughs> yeah, maybe. We also had Dave Warner lose yeah. his baggy green cap. This was this was news headline news for like days before the the third test. This mm. one, so went on the news, newspaper interviews, offered Rewards, a reward. Yeah, yeah my baggy green's gone missing. Some bastard stolen it. It's in my backpack. A reward if you bring it back. No questions asked. All kinds of. Uh, I think Albo got on the case. Prime Minister Albanese. He borrowed something. someone's baggy green. I think for day one or day yep. two. Yeah, so all very excited. Chappelle Corby piped up on social media because David Warner said, oh, I don't know what the baggage handlers at Qantas are doing. And Chappelle Corby piped up and said, oh, i got a story to tell you about baggage handlers. So she's still sticking to that story. Wow. Um, but David Warner is not sticky to his story about the baggage handlers because it turned out this was just the equivalent of him wandering around the house with spectacles on his head saying, where are my glasses? Where are my glasses? Was the baggy green on his head? <laughs> no, not quite, but it was just in his bag in the the corner of the room and they just had forgotten to check that bag. Oh, apparently. yes, right, yeah. So, yeah, very, uh, very normal turn of events there from David Warner in his final test. Well, some abnormal turn of events in Sydney. There was mm. no rain. No oh, What's uh, going on? Uh, just just a teeny bit. but uh, and, uh, and they had bad light though. They, they went off for bad light first and then after a while the bad light turned into bad rain. Uh, but, yeah, the, the bad light was also uh, a little bit odd because they didn't have functioning light meters. They had mm. broken light meters. So so the umpires had to go. They, they were quoted as going off based on gut feel. Right. So I'm not sure whether their guts have eyes in them or, you know, photosynthetic receptors or something. I'm not sure how the gut tells you how light it is. But Incredible. That's, that's what they did. I mean, they're discovering all sorts of things about your gut now that it's connected <laughs> to your brain. Well, so I guess there's bacteria in there. That's yeah. kind of – bacteria function by like a, a science fiction story. Story that yeah. we could create. So the light apparently gurgled the umpire's stomachs, and they said, "No, nah, mm. this light isn't good enough. We're going off for bad light or yeah. bad light meters." They're going, yeah, they off went off for, they, going off for a bad light meter is a yes. good reason too. So yes. we also know that the glorious Pat Cummins got mm. a ten-wicket haul in the second test. So yep. you have five wickets symmetrically in each innings. Yes, the, the most efficient way to get a ten-wicket haul because then you get two five-wicket hauls yes. as well. Otherwise, you you, know, you only get one five-wicket haul in the stats if you That's do right. six and four or something like an idiot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Pat didn't fall into that trap, mm. got the full 10 wickets, and he became only the second Australian captain, man or woman, to take a 10-wicket haul. And do you know who the other captain was who has a 10-wicket haul up their sleeve? No, because it's probably in 1946. <laughs> no, more recent than that. It was, <laughs> right. it was probably in your cricket-watching era. Oh. It, was, uh, it was Alan Border who took uh, 11 for 80-something against the West Indies. Was it really? AB? Yeah. yeah, rolling his arm over with his filthy left-arm spin. There's something, there's something <laughs> about that, because so there's one thing about, an actual fast bowler <laughs> taking captain taking a 10 wicket haul there's quite another thing about I don't usually bowl but fuck it I have to do it all myself yep. uh, and I'm going to take a, an 11 wicket haul I guess the West Indies as well it peaked <laughs> West Indies uh, but it, this was at the SCG in the old days when the SCG just took spin after about day three he just yep. rocked up there and said I'm just going to bowl my little dinky things and West Indies just keep hitting it to fielders until they were all out yeah I do have a vague memory of that yeah so uh, so he was he was uh, he's still got better figures than Pat's so Pat's still got some work to do if he wants to overtake AB on the captaincy wicket-taking front. Fantastic. Yes. So we've still got more highlights here. Mm. So one of the other highlights, Fox Cricket decided they were going to use artificial intelligence. Mm. I don't know that they used ChatGPT, but they used something. I wish um, it was ChatGPT. <laughs> They replayed uh, some Snicko footage and used an AI replay on this controversial kind of piece of footage. Yeah, I think they tried to 
regenerate the missing frame. So, mm. you know, it's shot at whatever frames it is, 24 frames a second. They thought, oh, well, let's see if we can use AI to get extra frames, 120 frames, and see if we can line it up even better yeah. as to whether Pat Cummins edged this ball or not. And yeah. if it was, you know, with this AI, I hope this AI was saying something like, please remember that this is an approximation <laughs> and may not be yep. real true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So a, a little bit dreadful. The, the AI replay also showed that Pat Cummins had like seven fingers on his hand <laughs> at one yep. point. Great. And I think there was a giraffe fielding at second slip. So they, yeah. I don't think, I think that was the only time they showed it during the test. Yeah. They sent that back to the factory to get some more Get data some more beta there. testing done at that yeah. one. Uh, we also had a photo of the whiteboard in the Australian dressing room. Oh, yeah. I forgot and about that. And this was a photo of all the spinners. It was a list of the best spinning all-rounders in history. Yes, that's right. I, I remember this going out. There was a very strange whiteboard from memory. Yeah, it had some people on it that were perhaps not spinners. But anyway, do you want to guess who was on it? Ah, okay. Let me see. Or it, see if you can remember. Um, I mean, it would have had to have Sobers, Garfield yep. Sobers. Sobers is, is there. Mancad. Yeah, spinning all-rounders. Spinning all-rounders, yeah. yeah. So, Mancad? Uh, nope. Oh, did it have Mancad on there? Nope. Oh, the strange. Don't show any respect to Mancad. I remember nope. it had some ridiculous ones, but I think it also had uh, Jadeja. Jadeja, uh, yes, was there. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, legitimate yeah. spinning around it. So Ashwin as well, I think. Yeah. Um, Ashwin, Ashwin was there with a question mark. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So I think that's glorious as well. <laughs> I wonder who put the question mark in. I'm not uh, sure if the question mark was in the same handwriting as, uh, the, uh, as the list. No, let's assume it was uh, Nathan Lyon putting that in yeah. as part of the competition. Uh, I'll stick with India spinners. Was Ravi Shastri in there? He's a great India spinning all-rounder. No. Oh, okay. No Shastri. All right. I, th- I think I think Vittori was in there because Vittori yeah, is the current coach. But that, that's it. I'm, I'm out. Uh, Vittori's there. Shakib Al-Hassan oh, yeah, is, is there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we also had uh, Travis Head. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that, that was in Travis's own handwriting, right? Yeah. Was that the same handwriting as the question mark? That would have, why would they have been even doing this exercise? <laughs> I don't know. Ma- ma- maybe maybe uh, Pat Cummins has a cryptic crossword and uh, they've worked out the clue was an in, uh, was yeah. a spinning all round and they're all just brainstorming trying to trying to get it. Yeah. Well, that yeah. would explain. It's only four letters. Uh, let's put uh, Richie Benno's in there and uh, Samit Patel. Oh, there you go. So there you Fantastic. Go. Oh well, that's uh. That's something worth doing. Please support capitalism by checking out these sponsors. All right, so this episode is sponsored by my newsletter, which you can find over at newsletter.liebcricket.com. So just prior to the end of the year, uh, I did a wrap-up of my most popular and or favourite posts of the year, and this included things like, is Ben Folks too handsome for test cricket? Yes. Um, <laughs> apparently. Uh, Star Wars planets ranked by suitability for hosting test cricket. Important for Important. the sequel. Yep, and uh, Ocean's Eleven, which is where I put the Ocean's Eleven characters in batting order. So lots of silly things like that and they're all out from behind the paywall all those articles so uh, you can get those and I've since started of course on my 2024 nonsense yeah there's already two or three nonsense pieces there yep. already yep so and it, of course in addition to those random pieces I also do uh, match reports a report card after every Australian match and uh not, not always the T20s, but all the ODIs and tests. And I'm going to do the England Tour of India as well. So if you want those in your inbox, just sign up over at uh, leapcricket.newsletter.com. You, there's a paid option there. You don't have to pay. You get a lot, lots of stuff for free. So, yeah, sign up now. Leap but you, Cri- should, you should pay because you yeah. get this podcast free. Yeah, that, that is true. If you want to pay, you're more than welcome to pay. Yeah. But if you can't afford it or don't want to pay, then you can also get lots of stuff for free as well. So newsletter.leapcricket.com. 
Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Let's play. Are you smarter than a fifth grade cricketer? All right. It is time for the quiz, and I'm going to be the quiz master this time. We haven't done a quiz for a while. Well, n- not, not counting the one just before the ad in which you, <laughs> in which you quizzed me on the, the whiteboard thing. But, uh, yeah, two th- quizzes in one podcast. Yeah, bonus, bonus. All right, so this one's a Big Bash-based quiz, mm-hmm. so we haven't seen an awful lot of the Big yeah, Bash. Yeah, I'm already we've, nervous. <laughs> we, we, we've tuned in every now and then. We've yeah. turned on the TV and watched, we went to watched, a game. watched the odd game. We went to, went to one game. Uh, so I will tell you some things that happened in the Big Bash, or maybe they didn't happen. I'm just going to tell you events that may yeah. or may not have happened in the Big Bash, uh-huh. and you just have to tell me whether they happened or not. Oh, excellent. So there's 10 of them all together. So let's start with number one. Oh, by the way, uh, Hobart Hurricanes, for some reason, appear a lot in this list. Okay. Hobart Hurricanes questions are worth double. Excellent. <laughs> so I'm not sure how many points it's going to be out of, but we'll work that out. Mm. All right. So the first thing that may or may not have happened, Harris Ralph of the Melbourne Stars, he came out to bat with no gloves, no pad and no helmet. Did that happen mm, or not? Never. That never happened. <laughs> that did happen? No. That did happen. They lost a lot of quick wickets and uh, there was one ball to go. And he was at the non-striker's end, so he just scurried out there with his oh. bat. Uh, so, yes, that happened. So That's happened to me too. <laughs> that's that's, that's my, how you got your yeah, handle, that's right? That's how I get my cricket bat cat name mm. from because someone had to yell it out to me. <laughs> one, of the, one of the openers who was out, cricket bat cat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the number 11 sometimes needs a bat. Yes, not often. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, all right. So zero out of one so far. That wasn't a Hurricanes-based question. This one is, though. So this was worth double points. Uh, Sixers star Tom Curran was suspended for four Big Bash games for intimidating an umpire ahead of a match against the Hurricanes. Did that happen or not? Yes, I saw that one and he was running into practice bowl right through the umpire and nearly mm. doing an ankle to avoid him, which is consequences enough. But anyway... Yeah. Yes, yes, that, that is correct. Uh, and it is a good way to distinguish between the two Currens now. So we've got mm. Sam Curran, the little one who scurries around in England's team, and then you've got Tom Curran, the one who runs at umpires for no clear reason. Yep. That's a good way to remember them. So that's two points out of a possible three. Whew. Double points for that one. David Warner left his brother's wedding to take a helicopter to the Thunders match against the Sixers, landing in the middle of the pitch. Did that happen? Yes, that happened. I mean, I didn't have a bet on it, but no. it happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is correct. That happened. Uh, Excellent. Very strange behaviour there from David Warner, but that's what happened. Uh, but, you know, we, we have seen his brother. I'm not sure if it's the same brother who was on Twitter, the one who mm, uh, was going was, on was about scapegoats. Yeah, um, it was the scapegoat one. I think he's only okay. got one, bro- one brother. There you go. So perhaps uh, David Warner decided to be an scapegoat from the wedding. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that gives you three out of four possible points. We've got another Hobart Hurricanes one. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, Nickel Chowdhury uh, of the Hurricanes. He became the first wicket of zero runs off zero balls off a stumping in the history of the Big Bash. Did that happen? Huh. Okay, I'm going to say that did happen. That did happen. That is correct. He was uh, he was facing up and uh, the ball was wide. And he was stumped off a wide. He was stumped off a wide, the very first ball he faced. And yep. uh, th- there was also a bit of a chat on commentary about that one. This mm. is uh, Alex Carey was asked about the stumping and whether he's happy with it. Here's what he said. Uh, yeah, always happy to get a stumping, mate. You know that. Uh, however, it comes uh, up to the stumps or back. So, um, no, it was good, mate. 
There you go, Alex Carey, pleased with all the stumpings he makes. So yeah. Good work, Alex Carey. Fantastic. And that's another couple of points for you. I think that must be, I don't know, five oh, out of yeah, six no, now. I'm four now. I'm four I think you're four. five out of six. I think oh, you've only maybe. dropped oh, one. Oh, you got two points for that. Yeah, that's two points right. for that. It was I'm a hurricane. five out of gone. four now. Woo-hoo. All right. Next question. In his 300th match for the Renegades, Aaron Finch hit a six to win the game. Huh. Did that happen or not? I mean, I think it's very unlikely. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know, but I'm going to guess... Didn't he get a duck? Or was that his last match, <laughs> not his last This is the 300 match we're talking match, about for yeah. the Renegades. I'm going to say no. No, you're, you're completely correct. Ah. That that didn't happen. I don't think Aaron Finch is anywhere near 300 games for the Renegades. <laughs> you know who is near 300 games uh, for their team, though? No. Who? It's Elise Perry was oh, the, the yes. first uh, Australian female cricketer to reach 300 international oh, so she matches. Hit she hit a she six hit to a win six. the game. Yeah. Yes. Now, that's far more likely. It is uh, much yeah. more likely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, but you did get that one correct. I've lost track of the score. You've only dropped one point so far. So I'm six out of five now. Six out of, six out of five. Good yeah. work. Uh, next one. At Marvel's, this is double points. Mm. At Marvel Stadium, a Hurricanes player got dropped off at the car park entrance <laughs> and had to ask one of the security staff which way to the dressing room. Yes, well, I was an eyewitness for this one. Um, I, wa- I wasn't an eyewitness to the inevitable Renegades loss in that match, though. No. Because we're experienced Renegades fans, we zipped out of the car park we were early. two overs to go or something. That's right. Saw the writing I'm on the wall. I'm not sure if that same Hurricanes player zipped out of the match early, but he probably could have. Probably did, yeah. yeah. Yes. Anyway, I'm sure I got that right. So that means I'm eight out of six now. Eight out of six. Excellent. Yep. Uh, next one. This is just a single point. In a match against the Scorchers, the Thunder lost their last six wickets in 11 balls for zero runs, collapsing from four for 153 to 153 all out. Did that happen to the Thunder against the Scorchers? I mean, it sounds pretty likely that it would have <laughs> happened to the Thunder. So even though this sounds a bit like an anecdote from a very a T20 length test match between India and South Africa, <laughs> I'll say, yes, it also happened to the Thunder. No, it didn't oh. happen to the Thunder, but it did okay. happen to India, in yeah. the, as you mentioned, in the test against South Africa. And amazingly, India won that test despite yeah. losing six wickets for none. I'm uh, eight out of seven then. Eight out of seven. Mm-hmm. Next match. This is against the Hurricanes, so double points on this one. Ooh. Glenn Maxwell won a match against the Hurricanes by reverse sweeping a delivery into the knee of backward point where it ricocheted to a very fine third, enabling him to scramble through for three runs while he was almost overtaken by his batting partner. Ooh. Did that happen or not? I believe Maxwell did that, but I think there's too many details in this question. So I think one of those details is probably inaccurate. So I'm going to say no. No, you're incorrect. That oh, every single thing, every he, detail is he correct. Ricocheted off a fielder, oh ran free, was almost overtaken. Uh, very exciting, classic Maxwell ball behaviour. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, we did meet Glenn Maxwell uh, in between oh, episodes. Yes. So yeah. lots of good things happening in the world. Eight out of eight, I am. Now. Eight out of eight. Ooh. Closing in on an, um, a potentially 100% game despite getting three questions wrong. <laughs> uh, did the Renegades open the batting with Quinton de Kock and Jordan Cox specifically to give people the opportunity to make a few dick jokes? Yes, yes that definitely did. happened and I did make a dick joke. <laughs> Excellent. Correct. <laughs> and the very last one. Last question. So you're nine out of nine. Mm. One question, possible chance for 11 out of 10 here because this last one is also a Hurricanes question. Were the Hurricanes penalised five runs for deliberately doing a short run while running a two so that they could get their better batter back on strike? So the better batter hit it, ran, you know, not quite the full length of the pitch and turned around short, but did it deliberately and was therefore penalised five runs. Did that happen to the Hobart Hurricanes? I mean, I think 
I think most of the answers of most of these <laughs> 10 questions have been yes. So I'm going to say yes. And isn't that a great thing that happened? It is a very great thing that happened. And you are correct. So that is ah. 11 out of 10 for you. Woo-hoo. Dan from the editing room here. Technically, that one took place in 2021, which was a point I was going to tell Kat at the time, but I forgot. And if you think we're re-recording this entire episode just so I can get that one joke in, you're crazy. Do you want to have a chance to make it 12 out of 10? Because yeah, I have a in. bonus question here. Okay. How many runs did Aaron Finch score in his last BBL match? Hmm. I'm going to say 14. No. Uh. no poor old Aaron Finch. Uh, much like Don Bradman, who needed just uh, four yes. runs uh, in his last match to average 100. Uh, Aaron Finch needed, uh, I think it was 6,389 in his last BBL match to average yep. 100. Both of them, sadly, scored ducks. Well, he's so got a lot in common, hasn't he? They are very, very similar players. So, yeah. yes. So, yeah. So you didn't quite get that last question, but no, you're still 11 still out of smart. 10. The bonus question doesn't count. I'm still smarter than a fifth grade. Very much ever. smarter. And uh, congratulations to the Hurricanes, I think. They're going to finish mm. fifth on the table, but by far the funniest team. If we ever get sick of supporting the Renegades, I'm switching straight over to the Hurricanes. Yeah. Ah, can't pull, can't throw, coming live. Thanks for tuning in and taking your time. The underappreciated act of the week. The funniest and crazy plays of the week. Who is going to join the honorary board? The number one Scott Moeller Award. Yes, the Scott Muller Award. Yes. And that uh, soundtrack for that st- uh, that segment is uh, not provided by Six and Out, sadly. Not, sadly. Uh, Maybe anyway. we can get them to re-record it at their next gig. Yeah. Anyway, we're looking for the underappreciated acts in cricket and we've already gone through all of them mm. in the previous two segments. So therefore, there is only one nominee and we're going to nominate Six and Out <laughs> for reuniting and performing that song live. Yep, that's that's the Muller there. Mm. Any, any other candidates? No, no. Nowhere near it. Uh, congratulations to Six and Out. Uh, yes. that, that's probably their first Muller Award and they, they definitely yeah. deserve it. So exactly. congratulations. Uh, and that's where we'll wrap it up, I think. So you've been listening to me. I'm Dan Lipke. I'm at Lieb Cricket, L-I-E-B Cricket on various social media. And I'm Kat Jones at Cricket Cat. And uh, my social media platform of choice at the moment is Blue Sky. Blue so Sky. come and join us Come join there. us. If you need a invite code, just ask us. We've got thousands. We've got, we're Isn't overrunning with them. Isn't it open already? No. Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Not quite yet. Oh, but God, they're taking forever. Yeah, they are. Uh, you can also follow us on Can't Bowl Throw on Twitter. Uh, like us on Facebook by searching for Can't Bowl Can't Throw. And, of course, don't forget to subscribe to my newsletter. That's newsletter.leabcricket.com. And we will speak to you all next week. Podcast Network.